Hello, and how are you this week? I'm doing great, and I'm really excited to share something with you. After last week's podcast with Lindsay, we had a lot of great feedback, and I decided, you know what? I want you to meet someone else because there are these amazing women out there in the world, and it's all of our job to make sure that we get to know each other, right? So, Lori Mickelson is a yoga teacher. She's a Pilates teacher. She's a wellness coach, and she's known as the habit guru. She's so much more than that. The way I met Lori, and it's kind of one of those stories, like I, I just get to meet the funnest, funnest. <laughs> okay, Dr. Seuss. Um, I get to meet the coolest people. How about if we say that? And part of it is just being in the right place at the right time. I was at a conference, and this probably goes back five years ago. I'm at a conference. Believe it or not, I mean, if you if you hear me talk and so on and so forth, you'd think I'm pretty much an extrovert. I'm not. Like when you throw me in a conference, I want to just hide in the bathroom. I'm uncomfortable, but I also know that the only way to meet people is to get out there and start talking. So I'm sitting at the table with a bunch of other women, and there's this soft-spoken Canadian sitting across from me who is just a bright spot at the table. There's just something about her, and I'm so attracted to her, and I just want to sit there and chat. So afterwards, I said, hey, you know, you want to have lunch? She says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm already having lunch with someone else, but what about dinner? I said, absolutely. Turns out that she's a vegan. So we go out and we try out this super cool vegan restaurant that I didn't even know about, but she'd had her eye on it. And we just sat there all evening and chatted and laughed and made the best friendship. Since then, we don't see each other a lot. We see each other only online, actually. But, you know, every three or four or six months, we, we catch up. And I was on her podcast a few months ago, and I thought, you know what? It was a really great interview. And Lori is a very gracious podcast host. And I thought, I need to introduce her to you. There's also one other special thing, which is the fact that just like last week with Lindsay, Lori did a special offer to her listeners to receive a copy of my book for free. So we're doing the same thing this week that we did last week. You just go to the episode show notes, which is fitisfreedom.com slash 200, and you'll be able to get a copy of my book, Fit, Active and Ageless Oh, <laughs> what is the name of that book? It's Fit, Active, and Ageless for Life, Compliments of Lori. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you fall in love with her like I have. Thanks for being here. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Hi, Kelly, and welcome to the Habit Thrive podcast. I am so pumped for our conversation today. Thank you. And I am so honored to be here. It's like, I just can't even believe it's been so long since I've talked to you and your podcast is so good. 
Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. That is a wonderful way to, to start off. So I'm going to throw it back to you to let the listeners know what Kelly is up to in Houston, Texas right now. What's lighting you up? What's getting your mojo going? What you're working on? Just to uh, yeah, give everybody a little bit of an idea and kind of set the tone actually for our chat this afternoon. Well, let's see. Houston? is a little toasty. So what we're doing here is we're sweating a lot. <laughs> and that's what we do in Texas in the South. And it's it's okay though, because I, I tell everybody that I work with, you know what, if you can do this, you can do hard things. And and we realize that, you know, even when it's even when it's inclement outside and it's not exactly what we want, eh, you know what? We just go do it anyway. And so that's been kind of, I would say, my theme for the entire year. I started on a book last year, but I realized in all honesty, I fiddle farted around on a book last year. And I mean, that was the, like, I thought I was writing a book, but I wasn't. I was thinking about it and talking about it. And one day, I mean, honest to goodness, I went, you know what? If you treated your fitness like you're treating this book, you, my friend, wouldn't be able to get your butt off the couch. And I went, okay, you're right. Like, you know, so I'm talking to myself. Yes, you know, these things happen when you're alone sometimes. <laughs> but I just went, okay, that was this year. That was the theme, Leap. So I started the book, got the book finished. And as we're speaking, it is wrapping up. When I say it's wrapping up, like there's like a little bit of artwork that needs to get finished okay. and off to the printer. Super excited about that. So yeah, we've been, we've been, Doing a lot of sweating down here, doing some retreats, writing the book. I mean, it's it's been a busy year and it's been a super fun year. And we're halfway over or we're only yes. halfway over, right? Like, yes, what, yes, what's yes. What's next? We are going to be diving into your book as we move through this chat today. I know that it's going to be thread through. I just, I get so excited having known you for a few years now, I I just knew you had a book in you. I mean, you are so consistent. I can't even imagine when you say you were just kind of, you know, messing around a little bit. You're messing around is probably, <laughs> <laughs> let's say, quite energetic. And for me, I think of a book or a book as being a, uh, a bucket list item. Is is that what you were thinking about as well when when you came into this or how? That's um, a yeah. So a long story in a very short period of time. <laughs> when I was young, young goes back to probably eight years old. I remember saying it was, it was probably about eight when I became just like this voracious reader. Reader, like all I did was have my nose in a book or I was on my horse. In the story, that's all I did in my life. Maybe eat, and I said. I'm going to be an author. And my father said, well, you better marry well because authors don't make any money. And I'm not somebody who remembers much of my childhood, but I remember that. And I was like, oh, oh no, but I don't want to marry well. <laughs> I'm not even sure I want to get married. So this is a problem, conundrum, right? And, and over the years, I've found that I have done different programs that required writing. I wrote a book when I was in my 20s. But it was so long ago that, you know, you didn't have the value of the internet out there to help promote it. It did right. pretty good still. And Excellent. so then I, I went on and this book came up and it kept coming up in my head, right? 
just kind of like nibbling around in the corners. I went, okay, what if I just write this book? Then I can have a book and I'm done. So I write this book. I am I'm flying into Canada. Actually, I'm I'm typing my final edits to the the editor, the last edits to the editor. We land, I I turn on the Wi-Fi, I hit send, I'm like done and done. Lori, I don't think it was five minutes later when I went, oh, well, I have some ideas for a new book. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, what is wrong with you, Kelly? So so to answer that question, it was not so much a bucket list as a child's yearning, right? Okay. Like it was yeah. a dream. And yeah. I don't think it's finished. I think I've got a few more words in me. Oh, well, that is that gives me goosebumps, actually, right there. And I was thinking about this as well as we were coming into this interview is that I haven't read the book yet, haven't had the opportunity yet. You are launching the book in August. Correct. We have a big book party launch. You will receive your pre-copy next week. So you'll get the, you'll get to read it pretty quick. It's a quick read. I think it was, wasn't a quick write, but it was a quick read. It's maybe (laughs) a couple hundred pages. Um, And what I do is I really follow through on there's so many things that when I'm working with my clients that that I want to say, but they don't want to hear. <laughs> like, you know, one of the things is again and again and again, is people want me to help them make a fitness plan. Like right. if I have the right fitness plan, then I'm going to have fairy dust on me and I'm going to become consistent and I'm going to follow through. And that's that. And it's a good idea but there's more to it. So like one of the pieces that I really dive into is the idea of a North star. Like when you have a North star, like you have a real reason, this is not, I want to lose 20 pounds because, you know, I'm going to a high school reunion or something. That's not a real reason. That's a, that's fluff. And fluff doesn't get us excited and it doesn't motivate us. But when we have that North star, like something really driving us, then it's easier to get everything else you want. And then when you get that fitness you know, plan, it's, it's a no brainer. Consistency becomes who you are. That connection between being motivated and inspired to either start your exercise program or fitness program or to stay with it is um, it's huge. And I have been playing with my why just over the last little bit. And even in the last few episodes in June with the Habit Thrive podcast, I've been suggesting that that whoever wants to, to, to come back to your why and really drill it down. So as you just said, if you are thinking on the surface and thinking, I want to get to a certain weight or lift a certain amount of weight, like all of whatever the the goals are there to keep drilling it down, keep Mm -hmm. drilling it down to, well, why? So why do you want to lose a certain number of pounds? Because I want to reduce my blood pressure. I want to get my sugars in, in line. 
and then ask why again. So is that kind of too, when you were saying, Kel, about being more surface of that to yeah. keep drilling down, I guess is, is what yeah, I, I mean, that's, about a, that's there. a great analogy because, you know, if you've got surface stuff, because like how we look is really surface stuff. It has to do with other people, right? I mean, yeah. a little bit for ourselves, but a yeah, lot of that, yeah. but as you have surface stuff and then you start drilling down and you eventually come to the heart. And the yeah. heart is how you want to feel, what you want to give to those in your life, what you want to be able to do, not just, yeah. you know, put on something that, you know, is a size, whatever, but like use your body to have fun. Like all those things matter. Yeah. And actually, you just made me think about this as well. Your podcast from a few weeks ago, where you were talking about your dear friend and some of the discussions that you had had about the when and the why of exercise, of looking after yourself, of being more active. Oh my gosh, I'm going to put that actually, I just thought about, I'm going to put that in the show notes, that that episode, Kelly, because when I think about the why, when I think about the really drill down why of for myself, why I'm exercising, it's about being there. That's it. It's just about being here, being here in all the ability to, to share, as you just said, with your heart and to, um, to be present for yourself and to be present for others. And I did not even meant we didn't even talk about that episode before we started chatting today. It just again came to mind. I'm hoping it's okay that I brought <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that was an interesting episode. So for those of you who are listening who don't know this episode, basically I lost a very, very dear friend. And the thing was was that this friend of mine, like it's really funny. I I we were the kind of friends, we've been friends for a very long time. She worked for me probably. 25 years ago, and we just stayed in touch. And when I look around my office, I just see all these little touches of her. Like she and I might not see each other for six months, but we'd send each other cards and we'd send each other gifts in the mail. And we'd, we'd, you know, text each other about, Hey, it's a new moon. What's your, you know, what's your intention? It's a full moon. What's your gratitude? That kind of thing. So like, she was like my touchstone in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And she, she wasn't, like to look at her, she was slender. She was tall and slender, willowy, beautiful woman. And she never did anything fitness-wise ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do a walk <laughs> meant to, you know, maybe walk her little dog around the park or around maybe the block. And yeah. she had some illness, had some health issues. And we talked and I was like, are you ready? Tell me you're ready. Like, yeah was maybe 70. Um, let's get you like on track. You've got so much to live for. She's got all these beautiful grandbabies. She's got this massive family. I mean, it's just everything. And she ended up like, we were talking about everything that was going to happen for her when we got done, when she got done with this healthcare scare yeah. and she didn't make it. Yeah. And all I could think of is that like, gosh, maybe just a couple of little turns in the road could have changed everything for her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everything for her family too, because she's no longer there. Yeah. That episode and your kindness and your generosity to, to share at that time. And 
it made me think about, I think you used the term being up on your soapbox and you were questioning whether or not, right, this was the right term to be just a little bit more assertive, maybe a little bit more, okay, this is really important. This um, fitness exercises medicine, it is for us, it is for our family, it's for quality of life. And I really, I really connected with you on that because I find that sometimes, and I'm, tr- I'm finding my voice during this pod- during podcasting as well, but I can be, I can sit back a little bit much and not be quite as, um, I just feel like I can be a little bit more. I don't know. I don't even know, Kel, what the word is. Maybe motivating. It's just maybe, as some of my clients have said to me, I need a little bit more of a kick in the butt, right? And I'm not a kick in the butt kind of personal trainer, but I'm feeling as I'm aging, as I'm postmenopause, as I'm coming into my 60s, that I feel like I need to be a little bit more kick butt because there's more at stake now there is more at stake. And I'll tell you, my mind, I couldn't stop thinking about that, um, about that uh, episode. And I don't know what I'm what's going to come out of it for myself, except that you might hear me get on, up on my soapbox. <laughs> we'll both be up there. We'll both and be we'll, on our soapboxes. You, you, exactly. You and I will be up there. And so a question coming out of this actually is that, you know, as, as some of our, our clients and friends and family will say, listen, I don't, I don't have time. I know what my why is. I get it, but I'm going to wait until I have more time when I'm retired, when I can devote more time to this. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're retiring and friends are retiring or family are retiring and they're saying, I don't know what to do. Or I don't even think I like exercise or I don't have any, I don't have time to do exercise now because I'm doing so many other things in retirement. How do you, how, like, how do you respond to that? I'm going to say from your book, from yourself as a, uh, as a coach. I I mean, there are lots of ways and and it is true that we're busy. Like we're all so busy and it doesn't matter whether we're working or we're retired or we're taking care of kids. I mean, everyone is so busy and I mean, and we always have time. It may not be all the time. Like one of the things that comes up a lot in our in our group calls is that I talk about imp- imperfect action because so often, especially when someone's new in my world, it'll be like, well, I can't do that 30 minute whatever. I don't right. have time for that. And I'm like, great, do 10. Do yes. the 10, 20, 30, right? Start with 10 minutes with the assurance that at the end of 10 minutes, You can stop if you want to, and you're good. Or a body in motion stays in motion. So what happens next? I mean, just be willing to not have it be right. Just be willing to do it. Um, Be willing to make yourself a priority. Because that is a lot of the reason that we say that we don't have the time. Is It's not, you know, boundaries. People talk about boundaries a lot. And boundaries is, is really more like just putting up barricades, right? I'm just going to say no, 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 no. And we don't want to just say no, 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 no to life. Right. And we have to be able to say, 
guess what? I am a priority. This, if I don't do this now, then I'm probably not going to do it. So that's another piece is, is knowing yourself, right? Yes. Like, so this is a good example. So the other day, I, I am a morning exerciser. That's when I get it done. Otherwise, eh, it doesn't happen. So I think it was, I don't know what day it was, sometime in the, within the last week. I texted one of my clients who's, she's a little bit more uh, in your face than I am. But I texted her and I picked mm -hmm. her exclusively. And I said, I can't work out this morning. I have too much going on. I am busy, but I am going to get a workout between whatever time it was, nine in the morning and three in the afternoon. You okay. are now my accountability buddy. Because I knew she'd hold my toes to the fire, right? <laughs> like, and I didn't want to be like the one who says to this person, oh, no, I didn't get it done. So I use that. And it's, okay. it's a lot of it is finding all the tools that you need. Like, I mean, that's one of the things in the book I did was a whole chapter on the toolbox, right? You have okay. to have all these different tools and use them. Yes. And all of them. Like, I need them. I use them. Like, I mean, there's just so many tools that... I don't even think about it, but I just automatically use to motivate, um, make myself do it, uh, follow through on what I say I'm going to do. Like we're all, we're all like that. You just have to be, and you have to be willing to, to just come back to what I said at the first is it doesn't have to be perfect. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And coming back to the, to the idea of it is a mix of people who once they get walking, for example, crave to be outside, crave that walk, feel it during the walk, feel it after, connect to their why, check it off their list. They might be doing a habit tracker or something. I love doing that, actually. I'm, a, I'm still a, a, you know, a, a check the list kind of person. But for people who, let's just say, I'm not a walker, I'm not an, I'm not an exerciser, sometimes I'll say, that's okay come back to your why and perhaps eventually it will and you can yeah I mean you can make it better you can you know add music you can add a, a workout buddy you can do all of that but sometimes do you agree there's a period of time that maybe perhaps either we don't like that particular exercise and we never will but it fits our schedule and so we know it's going to help us with our why. So it's a little bit of a deferred gratification in, yeah, in a sense, a right? Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. I, I do play with that a little bit. But I also I think of you, Kelly, with a number of activities, too, especially coming into the summer where you're you know, well, try some kayaking and try just some camping and some get out there and hiking. It doesn't have to be. That can, but that's the difference in terms of convenience. The convenience of being in your house with a set of three or five pound dumbbells, right? And a step. So sometimes that, even as a personal trainer, for me, that kind of gets all mixed in together. Like, I think there's a question in there. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, I think there, yeah, there is a question. And actually, there's a question for me too, to you. Um, my take on it is that so many people will come to me and the first thing they say, like before we even talk about anything else, I don't like the gym. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't like the gym. I'm like, okay, then don't go to the gym. Like, right. Just don't go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a little button there. 
But like when you when you create a plan, and I've I've got like this whole thing on how to create a plan, and I and I I, I want your opinion on it because I did not go to any of my friends who are personal trainers because I am not a personal trainer. Yeah. I am an adventure trainer, right? Yes. So I said, okay, you don't have to go to the gym, but you do have to have a mix. You have to have a mix of mobility because if we don't get our joints moving, then well, a we're going to hurt, and b we're going to be sorry. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Bottom yeah. line, right? Yeah. And then you have to have cardio, mm-hmm. but you can't have all that cardio. Like for those of us like me, I'm a little bit of a cardio addict. I learned during the pandemic that two or three hours of cardio is nothing more than a muscle loss, right? Like it just, it didn't help okay. me. It, it hindered me. So you okay. have to have some yeah. cardio, but it doesn't have to be a ton. Yes. You have to have some resistance. And that resistance can be the dumbbells, it can be the bands, it can be the jazzercise with, you know, it can be the yoga, it can be all the different things. And so I actually came up with this whole list, right? Like pick two things out of the mobility column and three things out of this column and one out of this column. And they've got to be something that you like, because if you don't like them, I mean, at least initially, like once you get past and you just see yourself as a as someone who's an athlete or, you know, someone who is a fitness person, then you can get away with things that you may not like. But until then, you have to be doing things that you enjoy. And if the walk lights you up, then you do the walk. But if that doesn't light you up, then you find something else. Pickleball. People love pickleball. Like, you know, right. Find something (laughs) and start moving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do that, that combination of, I really like that idea of of the columns and of the grouping. So you are putting, you know, maybe gardening and in one pickleball. And I don't know if you'd put pickle. Pickleball is pretty intense. So I think pickle. I haven't decided where I would put pickleball yet. Um, I just actually had my first I had my first clinic a couple of weeks ago from a friend and it was an absolute blast, but she was monitoring her steps during that. And it was crazy amount of, of steps. So that even comes back to, yeah, what, what motivates you? I am motivated now by, and I never was monitoring my steps as well. So then, you know, you have, as you said, those groupings of keeping track of accountability of what lights you up. And if looking at your Apple watch to look or not, doesn't have to be your Apple watch, looking at your pedometer, right? Looking at your steps gets you excited, closing the circles or um, checking things off a, off a list and finding what makes you want to go out there and do it again. It may not happen right away. That is the thing though. You said that, Kelly, I'm so glad. It may not happen right away. Be ready for it and be open to it because sometimes it doesn't always come in that way, right? That it's like bangs you right in the face. It's like a subtle kind of, oh, I slept better. Exactly. Mm. Mm. My, my, my attitude is a little bit better, Mm. right? Yeah. I'm not craving that sugary donut as much right? Like it's, it can be really little things, but if you're aware, right? Awareness is kind of key in most things in life. And if you're aware, you start noticing, oh, okay. That's a little different. Yeah. 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 Cause we tend to focus on the, 
very often our yeah our pain and our and our discomfort is a lot louder in our brain than these little subtle things that and that's why um, this was actually in your last podcast as well where you were talking about planning and scheduling and and journaling just the importance of writing of writing things down and as you mentioned with your book you are going to have a journal as part of that as well? I do. I just, mm-hmm. just finished looking at it when before we jumped on. So I, I took all the pieces out of the book that, you know, really ask people to, to think, you know, take action. So we yeah. were calling it a freedom journal and it's, it ended up being, you know, another half a book. But the cool thing about it is you can write in it, whether you're writing in it, like you print it and write it, or you can write it online. It's completely editable. And it's okay. all tracking. So you can you can write about your North Star in there. Or you can write about, okay, here's my suggested plan that I'm going to give myself for the next couple of weeks. And yeah. then did I do it? Yeah. Right? And, and so it's, I think there is power in pen to paper. Um, especially like the more and more and more we're on our phones and we're on our computers and um, we're in our heads. Yes. When you reconnect your hand to your pen, to your paper, to your brain, you're making a circuit that has a lot of power in it. And so just kind of like always coming back. I mean, people will say to me, I mean, in the, I hear, I hear it all. Trust me. <laughs> They'll say, I don't like to journal. I'm like, fine, then don't journal, but just open a piece of paper and just look at that piece of paper for five minutes and just think about how happy you are that you've got that piece of paper in front of you. And Uh then, you know, six months later, I've got somebody who's like, do you know what I wrote in my journals today? I'm thinking, hmm, you mean the journal you didn't like? (laughs) She's like, like, because it it does, there's, you get to dump all the things that are in your head and clear, right? You get to come up with ideas. And like one of the exercises I did with my group recently was I challenged everybody to come up with. I think I said five, but, you know, bonus points for a few more things that they could do that they'd never done or hadn't done in years or got them super excited or maybe like pushed them out of their comfort zone just a little bit. Like, what are some things that might get you like lit up this summer to do differently and and then write it in your journal, right? And, and they're doing it. I'm getting pictures. I got a picture from someone. She went to the rock climbing gym with her niece. And oh, nice. she's probably 65. And she's like, look at me. <laughs> like, look at you. <laughs> oh, that that's amazing. And it it makes me think too about for sure putting down some of those those activities that you think are adventures and ageless like like I, oh my gosh i come back again to your book fit active and ageless and this concept that you know we can't go rock climbing or camping for the first time or jumping in a in a kayak maybe we don't have the skill yet and that adventure might be an adventure might be golfing and it like because me. Yeah, because I mean, for me, it would be an adventure to go golfing. I've never done it in my life. I'd be like, it'd be an adventure for everybody with me. I'd be a lookout. (laughs) This is going to get ugly. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just another way that just popped into my head again. It's just another way of thinking about adventures. Sometimes we think adventures have to be, you know, way out on a on a mountain. Just the word adventure makes us think it has to be an adventure doesn't even have to be outside. It can be inside in a rock climbing gym. And, you know, sometimes we get the the limiting beliefs of, oh, I just, I don't do well outside. I got the, the bugs and the weather, well, the pollen. And right now we have actually, we do have issues outside. And so having that ability actually that do have some activities inside, it actually, when you talk about your toolbox in your book and you talk about the columns, that would be the time that I would be going back because you would think in July, well, I could be, you know, I'm walking, I'm swimming, I'm I'm out. But we've been told here, at least in Northern Ontario, suggested, and of course we feel that way, of not wanting to be exercising outside. And so you just whoop, open up, right, the book and the column. And actually, we were just talking about this beforehand, that having the book, and I had mentioned that I had interviewed some other authors as well on the podcast, that books, I think right now, are so important just because there are so many snippets of everything everywhere in terms of of social media and just all these different, when you see it all in one place, this is what I get excited about. It's like I said to Kelly beforehand, I'm saying this to you, to all of you in the audience, I said to Kelly, it's like I'm coming back to books. And and even Kelly, when you said coming back to pen to paper, I was, and I still like Google Calendar. I still like doing my journaling online, but I have come back to pen to paper on my planners and my journals big time in the last couple of years, as I have with books. The brain, the pen to paper, the closing the loop. And for some reason, I have, and you can tell me whether this is an age thing. You've only got a couple of years on me, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it truly is. I want to see things in front of me, and I think I want to remove my eyes from screens more. I think I'm feeling that too. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I think our eyes are getting tired. Yeah. Right. And the other thing is, and, and this is kind of an aside, but when we're on our screen, whatever screen it is, we have the tendency, and it's because of the people who are creating, you know, the phones and the software and everything else, they're really smart people, right? And they want our eyes on their stuff, whether it's a phone or a software or whatever. So there's reasons to look at it. And our brain gets triggered, right? It's that. Like I want the dings and the dangs and the all yes. those things. So when you yeah. remove that piece of uh, electronics, put it aside, you're suddenly, it's almost like you've got more space in your head. You definitely have more clarity. Like I think that's something that whether you're writing or you're reading a book or it's all in one place, it gives us that opportunity to have clarity. And once we have clarity, it's almost like breath work, right? Yes. You can just take a breath, let yeah. it out. I, I I can see you just like, ah. Right? You just, I know. So again, we're like, we are, we see each other during this Zoom and all of you are, are hearing the audio, but yeah, Kelly just saw me. <laughs> <laughs> saw me take take a big pause and beforehand I was saying 
We're not on video. I said, this is not going on YouTube. This is just audio. And maybe, remember I said to you, I said, I'm not sure why I'm fighting like the video part of this, but I think it's coming back to exactly what you said. With the video, we're watching it. With the audio, you're all listening to this. It's that was almost little... like you experience it more when you're listening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, I know cool. when I really want to connect, there's, there are a couple of people whose podcasts, one of them, she's a Canadian. And whenever I feel like life is getting a little much, whether it's I'm not in a good space or whatever it is, I always turn on her podcast or her audio book because I just feel like I connect in a calming way that I wouldn't do. Like I would never watch her on video. I don't right. want to see her on video. Like, yeah. I don't even know, you know, what she'd be like on video. I just want to like <laughs> hear that calming voice settling my, you know, parasympathetic nervous system down and yeah. allowing me to get back to where I want to be. Yeah, that is and a couple of more ahas uh, from our, as we actually pull our discussion, having a little bit of a chat before we, we came into this recording, um, coming around full full circle. And yeah, this has been amazing. I am so excited to have your book in my hands. Not on, and actually it won't be on Kindle. <laughs> I, now I did admit to Kelly that I do have so I, I do have some on Kindle and then I'm like, oh I have to get this hard copy. I have to take my notes. I have to do my highlighting. So I know for sure from our perspective, from your book perspective, that I will be having that in my hot little hands. So now, Kelly, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know? I definitely want them to know how to connect to you so that they can um, be also informed of your book launch in August. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. the book launch is on August 5th, which happens oh, okay. to be my birthday. So oh. this is my sneaky way of getting a birthday party for myself. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So I will put in the show notes, though, as, as well, all of this information in terms of how to, to get in touch with you, how to stay in that loop. And um, yeah, is there anything else that you want to say that we haven't covered or any little tip or trick that you want to share? Yeah, I think I, there's one little piece. I mean, a lot of times people come to me because I'm a quote unquote fitness consistency expert. And they say to me, I'm not consistent with my fitness. I never have been, or maybe I was when I was five. I don't know, right? Yeah. But the reality is, is that Consistency doesn't come from, well, let me rephrase that. Consistency comes from clarity. So clarity happens with a plan. Like mm -hmm. I am a big planner. I want, yes. I want everybody to have some sort of fitness plan that they can follow. Okay. But more than anything, it comes with just taking action. And so like when you were talking about pickleball, I've never played. And I was thinking, ooh, gosh, do I have to learn how to play that? I'd probably fall over my toes. And I thought, you know what? Why? Like, why would you think that Kelly? Because it comes from action. And so if we're willing to just try new things, whether it's, you know, adventuring out into the world or whether it's, you know, playing pickleball inside somewhere, we just have to try some things. We have to have a, you know, an open mind, almost a childlike mind. 
Yes. And just have fun with it. Like this whole thing really is about fun because yeah. when you're having fun, fitness is easy, freedom comes and, and life just gets a whole lot better. Yeah. Uh, what a wonderful, wonderful way to, to end. And actually, I kept referring back to your podcast, which is Fit is, is Freedom. And so I'll, I'll have the link in the show notes as well. And you really do have that feeling. And I'm glad you, you came back to the planning as well and came back to the fun because I sometimes do have the, and I get this, I sometimes do get the pushback when I talk about plan in retirement, right? Talking about planning and scheduling our, our fitness, our, our lives actually in general with people who have always planned, let's say they're administrators and have always planned and set goals in, in their jobs and just saying, I don't want to do it anymore, but you just nailed it. It's about fun. Even make your plan. You're planning your fun. You're not planning something around your organization or your business you've got the skills actually if you've even if you haven't done that in your in your day job but if you have done it in your day job then you just again nailed it kelly just make it fun think of the fact that you are planning your fun and you already have the skills around planning and scheduling so don't throw the planning out. Don't be mad at the planning and scheduling and say, I'm not doing it anymore. This is what I'm just suggesting, right? Use the skills that you have and plan the freaking funnest fitness, whatever that, that you, that <laughs> you can. The life that you can, right? It's true though. <laughs> it's true. I, I, had a, I had a client who just like, I mean, she literally said to me one day, you and that schedule are not the boss of me. And yeah. I- died laughing. She said, I have spent my whole life having a calendar and being told what to do when, and I'm not doing that anymore. I went, fine. You don't have to. Let's figure it out a different way. And now like she is a rock star now. And the best part of it is that she tells me about her schedule and I don't <laughs> say a word. <laughs> Because she, that's right, because it might have morphed, right? It's literally a different way that, that she is scheduling, that she has made her own. She's made yeah. it her own. And, but you're right. I think we all have to go through that to, to push back a little bit. I, I push back a little bit sometimes too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, so I love that. Absolutely. And it comes back to the very thing you said at the beginning. You just figure out how to find the time. And, the way you find the time is you make it something that matters. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, my dear, I am going to say thank you with all my heart for coming on and sharing your expertise, your experience, your your zest for life with uh, everyone listening to this Habit Thrive podcast. Again, have a, a look in the show notes. And if you are listening to this episode on July 1st in Canada, happy birthday. If you're listening to it a few days later on July 4th in the States, <laughs> 
Happy birthday as well. It's a birthday week for sure. So it's a celebration all around. And to perhaps um, from Kelly and I think about July as being your adventure month, whatever that means, inside, outside, what whatever that means to you. So have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll be talking to you again next week. In the meantime, yeah, thanks again, Kel, and have fun, everybody, with your adventures. Thank you so much. Well, I told you she was special, right? She is yoga, Pilates, habit, but she also does Ayurvedic. She does um, classes. So you have to check out everything she does in the show notes. And at the same time, make sure you get your copy of the book, Fit, Active and Ageless for Life, free compliments of Lori. It is in the podcast show notes, which is just simply fitisfreedom.com forward slash 200. I will see you next week. You have a wonderful, wonderful week and take care. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.